Welcome back to another edition of Sean Matthews Podcast. I'm here with my co-host, Joe. It's a Saturday night. We're doing a show. Uh, we're pretty excited about it. Joe, how you doing today? Not bad, Shorty. It is Saturday. Um, it's November, and I think we're in the, some of the most beautiful, for me, the most beautiful weather of the year. Such a great time. October, November, I just love it. How you been, man? Good, man. Um, I saw a movie today. Uh, it was like two and a half hours long, and it was like a lot of it was subtitles, like a French movie. It was called Anatomy of a Fall. It was basically about a woman uh, who has a son whose husband dies, and the whole movie is about determining who killed the husband. Like, did he kill himself? Did the wife kill him? Did somebody else kill him? And it was a lot, like I said, it was a lot of subtitles, and it was long as hell. Like, it was almost three hours. And um, it, like, I know... Critically, like it, it's it's really well reviewed. It's like it's got pretty damn good ratings, and like it was a good movie, but it was just like I was sitting there and I'm like, man, when is this going to end? It was just way too long, and like I just wanted to find out who did it. You know, it's one of those things. Like, I guess I have such a short attention span from watching so many like these Law and Order episodes and these crime shows. You find out the killer or the bad person within an hour, and this I'm sitting there for two and a half hours. Plus, I have to read the subtitles. I was going out of my mind, man. But other than that, man, it's been a good Saturday. I, I ran today. I did my uh, 3.16 run. Uh, you know what that's all about, man. Um, yes, sir. But um, yeah, man, I heard something happened in your uh, your parking lot today. Yeah, uh, it was a little, some some little, well, more than a little. It, it was the, and I don't even, you know, I, I don't, uh, I don't like getting involved in things, but uh, let's just say one of the patrons here, um, Lost control of their, their vehicle and plowed into. Um, well, that's not the, the craziest part about vehicles. it. Is the craziest part about it is you said you were about to park in that same spot. Yeah, I was. I, when I pull in, I'm a creature of habit, and you know this too. I mean, and that's a lot of people, I guess. You know, and the older you get, the more you know. I'm a creature of habit, so I park in 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 one general area of a parking lot. This parking lot is gigantic, but I park in one general area, and I usually park in. Maybe the third slot, or there's usually maybe one up, like the maybe five or six slots up, you know, maybe the ninth or tenth slot. Within those two areas, those two little slots are normally where I park. Anyway, pulling in tonight, real quickly, I'll get through this real quickly, and I'm debating whether to pull in. It's 50 50, right? Do I turn to that third one or do I go up to the ninth? I don't know. And I said, I'd hell with it. I'll come right in here and do the third one. And I pull into the third one, and I hear a boom like I could not believe. It shook me up. And I just looking around, and sure as hell, the, all this action happened up around where I would have parked. And right, I mean, I would have been just pulling in. So I, I'm just thankful for that. In fact, first of all, I'm thankful no one was killed. But you said they Because say- this vehicle, well, I'm not going to get too much into it, Shawnee, because I don't want to get too. Um, you know what I mean? Because I don't know what's going to happen with that. And, you know, when you have an accident, you have, oh, you know, this or that. So I don't, I don't want to get too much into so they, that. You said that the guy, the guy slammed into the car and like moved people. It was so hard that another car behind that car moved too. Yeah. So picture your, picture your a basic parking lot with two cars nose to nose, right? Parked. Okay. Well, picture one of them get hit in the ass end and that hit getting hit so hard in the ass end that it drives that car that it's hitting. Okay back about eight to ten feet 
I mean, it was, I, I mean, and I don't know what's going, I don't know. I mean, so, like I said to you, the first thing is maybe, maybe this Joker was like, you know, on some kind of a, like, you know, all kinds, God knows what he was on. He could have been just bomb drunk or I don't want to be hasty and make it. I don't know. Cause sometimes people have medical conditions. I remember there was one time where, um, my brother lived in, out in, in Jersey, South Jersey, but in, in a rural, like out in the country. I'm not going to give any towns away or anything like that. But he came home one night and there was a half a car sticking out of his detached garage. It's a detached garage, right? It was out in the, and there were tracks and, and going up and, and skid marks and, and like, I don't know if there's skid marks, but uh, tracks going hit the curb. And anyway, and long story short, there was nobody there. The person left, like fleeing the scene. And it was like, well, I guess this, per- but it turns out that person was a diabetic <clears throat> and it was legitimate. They left a note. I blah, 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 blah. I'm a diabetic. Cause the first thing you think of is, oh, sure you are a diabetic, huh? But you give the benefit of the doubt. And this person wasn't, had been telling the truth. They were a diabetic and, and it was handled in the right way. And everybody was fine. But that it taught me a little lesson because I thought, oh man, that person was probably whatever they were on something or this or that or bomb drunk. And they just wanted to, they knew they saw no one was home and they saw an opportunity to skediddle and it's easy to come back the next day and you know, whatever, but they checked it all out and everything was legitimate. And you know what? At the end of the day, no one was, was, was killed, not even hurt from what I can tell. And excuse me, uh, there were some people gathering as I was getting out of my car, there were some people gathering up there. So the situation was under control, and uh, it was just a weird thing, man. Just weird. Yeah. So I got to ask you, man. Um, we were talking last night. I sent you a link to this this thing about this guy named Guy Goma. He went for a job interview um, at the BBC Network. He was supposed to interview for like, to be like a data cleanser, and. Um, Somehow, another guy named Guy was also there, and he was scheduled to go on air to talk about Apple Corp versus Apple Computer legal dispute. This is in 2006. And somehow, they grabbed this guy, Guy, who was there to be like the data cleanser, and they put him on live TV. And um, they're asking him like real serious questions on live TV. And this guy, his English wasn't great, and he was just there for another job. And he was certainly not an expert in this this, this field. But he held his composure and he actually answered the questions. And um, it turns out there's, you know, it's one of the most viral bloopers in BBC history. But I was dying laughing when I saw this, man. I was just like, imagine that actually happening. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. And you see the thing and you, you know, the gentleman is very educated and very good at what he does. He's very, you know, probably got a technical background that's, that's really pristine and, and admirable and all that kind of stuff. But his English wasn't so great. It's, it was obvious that maybe he was here from, you know, you know, I don't know. My guess was, would be like Trinidad or maybe Nigeria or somewhere like that. Sierra Leone. I don't know, but it was an accent involved in this and that. And it just, it had him labeled. If you've ever seen an interview on TV, you'll see the person speaking and you'll see right underneath, but it had him labeled as some kind of an, an expert, uh, in an area in which he was not. Okay. 
<laughs> and this lady kept asking him questions and and between his his accent being a little off and him not really him probably wondering lady what the fuck are you talking about i came here for a job interview what do you tell you is it so between all those things it was it was it was funny but i felt for the poor bastard i really felt for him and at the end of the day it turns out that he's you know and my thing is how can you run a television network how can you run any kind of a television or radio network and let, have this get by you? You know what I mean? How the hell can you let something like this get by you? I, guess I bet you someone. But I he, bet had the you, same, he had the same first name as the other guy. The other guy was named. The other guy's name was Guy Kurt, Guy Cooney. Um, okay, a, a British technology expert. He was in another reception area preparing for the interview. Um, it was with the court case with the Beatles record label or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I guess the producer sent – I'm reading this off Wikipedia. The producer uh, sent someone to get the expert guy, and the receptionist, um, she asked where that other guy was, and someone – the receptionist pointed at Goma, the guy that mistakenly was put on TV. But anyway, I don't think the guy actually got the – it's funny. He actually didn't end up getting the job he came for, and he ended up suing BBC um, for all the royalties from that video, I guess. <clears throat> So I guess he got something out of it, and now he's pretty famous from it. But it was one of the most bizarre things that I've seen. It was just like, yeah, and it was, it was hard to watch. Story, just some some receptionist pointed out the wrong guy, and then they got him on TV. And you know what I mean? It was just it was wild, man. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, the first name is the same, but that's still that's still no. You know, you got to do your homework. Excuse me, sir. <laughs> Specifically, what are you here for? Okay, and and whom are you here to see? Okay, those two questions right there. Okay, because if he mentions, well, I spoke to this person. Okay, it gives me an idea what you're here for. And tell me what you're here for. One word, an interview. Well, I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm not going to confuse that with the other guy who have the other guy whose name is. So if there are two Bills or two Jim, Jimmy's or two Sally's. Okay, that's still no excuse to to whiff like that. I'm sorry. But anyway, um, it was hard to watch. The crazy part about it is um, he actually did a good job answering the questions. He didn't sound like he didn't know what he was talking about. Like she's, she was talking about like the verdict and stuff in the case. And she's talking about, do you think more people will be downloading online? And he's like, actually, if you can go everywhere, you're going to see a lot of people downloading through internet and the website, everything they want. But I think it's much better for development and to improve people what they want and to get on the easy way. And so faster things they're looking for. So it was like his answer, because obviously English wasn't his first language, but uh-huh. his answer was kind of like, it was kind of like, it made him sound like he didn't, you know, it wasn't like, it wasn't out of the realm that he wasn't an expert was what I'm saying. He was giving good enough answers. That's why people in the comments and like YouTube and stuff were talking about like how he did a good job. You know what I mean? Well, he, 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 under the circumstances, he did a tremendous job. He kept his composure. He didn't lose his composure because it would be easy to say, excuse me, excuse me, miss. Why are you asking me this question? Because it would be easy to do this. So he kept his composure and with the, with the language barrier, he hung in there. Um, but don't you know, the sweetie that was doing the interview kept coming back to him like real specifically trying to get even further and he's trying to give general answers to get his ass out of trouble and she comes back with oh no i need more specific and it's like oh my god i mean it was just it was like jesus christmas anyway we got some football coming up and i know this whole show is not going to be about football but um we got some key matchups tomorrow man you know that i'll talk about that in a second but what what the hell was it we're on the phone what the hell did i say about um 
the mozzarella and the pizza. For some reason, you thought that was entertaining as hell, man. <laughs> what did I say? Well, yeah, it was just one of these days. And sometimes that uh, you and I speak on the phone at night, and sometimes we'll we'll throw the, the pods in the in the ears, and we'll just start shooting the shit. And sometimes a couple hours can go by. Um, and this was, and when that happens, usually the, the conversation kind of devolves into like just the daily minutiae or whatever. Well, yeah, I think I'm gonna. And you were just, you were standing there, and you were, you were quite relaxed. Let's say, as as was I that night too on the phone. I mean, we were, you know, relaxed and and, and feeling nice and whatever. But <laughs> you were having this like internal dialogue. I guess you were talking to me too. But it was you were walking around, and you, it's like you're like, huh. it's about one o'clock in the morning or so. It's maybe midnight or something, and you're like. Mm, I got a conundrum, you know, like, like what, what do I do here? What do I do here? Do I, do I, do I cook some pizza or do I just eat mozzarella right out of the bag? <laughs> it was just funny the way you said it. it's like, you were serious too. Like, do I just heat up some pizza in the oven or do I just eat some mozzarella right out of the fucking bag? It was just funny to me. I was just, I just, and it was just, it was so spontaneous. It was just, I was cracking up. I was really cracking up. Yeah. And really, cause it was, it was not only is it funny, but it was like, it was like you were trying to decide, you know, you know, I, I'm working on the defense budget here and I really have to know how much money I have to allocate to this. It was like, you were really serious about, you know, <laughs> what do I do here? And uh, that's all. But, uh, <laughs> you surprised me. I didn't know you were going to bring that up. That was funny. And what about, uh, um, we since last show we we played some we played some basketball man finally got together to play some basketball and throw the football around a little bit. Yeah, yeah, we did. I'm glad we had an opportunity to do that. Um, and I must say, you beat me one on one. I I wouldn't have guessed that, and so I, I congratulate you for that. I redeemed myself though. I won in horse. I, I didn't even have a letter. I don't think. And then yeah. I won on the three point shooting. You, you were doing some like that's you're yeah. probably you're probably better a horse than I am because like you were doing some like. Like you, even you're like, for your age, you know what I mean? Like you did like this thing where you jump in the air, put the ball between your legs, then like throw it up. Like yeah. you did a couple, like, you know, then you shot like one, one, you know, some of those shots are almost impossible to duplicate in one try. Like you'll throw yeah. it up behind the basket. It has to go in. It has to go above the, above the backboard and has to drop in. Yes. That one, that one's extremely tough. If you don't, that's have... all touch. That's the perfect touch. Yeah. So a lot of the, a lot of the shots in a horse are like very tricky and stuff. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I, th- I thought you were way better than I thought, man. Like I-, I thought like you would be okay. Like, okay, maybe you could make a couple of shots. But once we started shooting from the very beginning, like you were hitting shots, I was like, oh, you got some game. So I thought, well, I thought you, for some sir. reason, like, as you were a baseball player, I was like, all right, this dude, he, he might be okay at basketball. I mean, yeah. Well, that's so the whole thing. Yeah, way better uh, than I thought, man. Well, thank you. As as were you, because I remember you telling me on the phone, like, oh, you know, in sixth grade, I won the, the foul shooting contest and this, and I'm thinking, okay, Skippy, that's real good. But, you know, it's the kind of thing. But, and and you got me. And did you get me because you're that much? But I don't, I don't necessarily, you know, I, but you got me. And conditioning is part of the game. And when you play one on one, brah, you know, it's just you. So if you dog on defense, there's nowhere. I mean, it, it's, it's going to show up. And, and I was even like some of those long rebounds. I was, I was like, ah, oh, the hell would it let him have them? I, I just didn't have my legs under me and I didn't have my conditioning. And anyone who knows you knows that you, I mean, you do aerobic, you know, you'd run every day and, and you're, you know, you're in really good shape and, you know, um, you know, uh, we're, we're, you're, a, you're like a, you're like a, a Ford Ranger, you know, and I'm like a, an F-350, you know, it's just with different sizes and different. So, um, you know, my condition, plus my age, I got a few years on you too. My, my, my bottom line is my conditioning 
precluded me from 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 playing one on one as well as I could. And you were better than I thought. And I gave you open open looks and open shots, and you, you hit a lot of them. You know, I was expecting, okay, I'll give it a shot from there. I'm figuring he's going to miss most of those. But no, no, you didn't miss most of them. You actually made most of them, missed a few. And I was hoping for the inverse. Um, that, all that being said, I think we both surprised each other. And it was good. And it was fun. And we'll do it again. Um, and uh, it, it, for me, Sean, honest to God, it was just felt so nice the funniest part about to get out there and play again. The funniest part about the days where you, you told me we're worried to meet you to play basketball. And I, I drove all the way there. And then like, as I get there, there's like no basketball courts. And you're telling me like you were here two weeks ago and there were courts. So what? Some, somehow be, between the time you were there and the time they were meeting for basketball, those courts are like demolished. Right. And I showed you a picture of, you know, and I, I, it was only about two weeks ago, maybe two and a half weeks ago at, well, at the time that it happened. It had only been about two and a half to three weeks since the last time I had been there. So I pull up before you because we're going to meet there. And I pull up before you about five minutes before you. And I was there. And as I'm pulling up, my jaws like hit my steering wheel. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? I could not believe it, dude. Because those courts have been there for a while. And what I'm still hoping is that what they're going to do is resurface. Because there's a little bit of that place is really well kept, right? And it's part of a bigger club and that kind of a thing. So what I'm hoping is going to happen is they're going to resurface everything and put them back up again. I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see. But I texted you, hey, I can't believe it. No, I didn't text you. I gave you an audio message. And I explained, hey, man, I can't believe it. But they just tore the everything's. I can't believe it. They tore everything down. There were two, two full basketball courts here and like four tennis courts. And they tore it all down since the last time I was here, and it's only been a couple of weeks. So uh, it was it was a shock, but we just jumped on the we jumped on the phone. That's one thing about the you know technology. We jumped on the phone and s- scouted something else out, and there was something there was something within like a half a mile of where we were, and that court was pretty good. Um, yeah, I was very impressed the fact that they had glass backboards because you don't see that a lot. Glass backboards like that. No, you don't. No, you don't. Um, I got a joke for you. I heard a good joke. You want to hear a good joke? All right. All right. So there was this young lady that goes in. She wants to get a tattoo. So she goes in and she's, she's young and free. She's a little bit like, just like, you know, free spirit and so forth. She's in the summertime. She's in a sundress and whatever. So she goes in and she says she wants to get a tattoo of Elvis Presley, the face of Elvis Presley on her inner thigh. So the guy says, okay, looks at, okay, well, okay, we can do that. It's going to take about, you know, uh, 25 minutes or so, maybe 45 minutes or so, I think. Okay. So, and like I said, she's free spirit, a little more hippie-ish type of, you know, she comes up, she goes, okay, I need oh, Joe, are, you, are you there? Yeah. I lost you for a second. Okay. Don't scare me like that. So she's a real free spirit and so forth, you know, so she sits on a stool and she lifts up her sundress, and she doesn't have any. Well, hold on, Joe, you got. All right, so we had some technical difficulties. Uh, it said an internet connection is unstable. Joke, are you there, buddy? Yeah, I'm here. How you All doing? All right, buddy? so conti- please continue that joke. If you want to tell from the very beginning, you can. It's okay. 
Yeah, let's tell from the beginning this way. Maybe we can edit something like that, Sean. You know, we can we'll see what happens. Um, so there's this young lady that wants to get a tattoo of Elvis Presley, and she's young and and you know she's kind of like I don't know, she's kind of a she's a little whifty, this kind of thing. But she's she's coherent and she's okay. So she goes into this tattoo parlor and she says she wants to get a tattoo of Elvis Presley on her inner thigh. So he says, okay, okay, okay. And the guy says, all right, be about 45 minutes and do this and do that and look, look good. He says, you have to sit here and you have to sit in this fashion. You have to open your legs and everything like that. Fine. So come to find out she's got a sundress on, but nothing underneath. So it doesn't bother. The guy's a professional. He's, she's sitting on the stool and she throws her legs open and he goes to work. And, he's, and he puts this tattoo of Elvis Presley on her inner thigh. I mean, it looks sharp. It really looks good. And he's got his chest puffed out, and he's, you know, okay. So she looks down at it, and she keeps looking, and he's thinking, boy, she really likes it. She looks up and says, I don't like it. I'm not paying for this. He's like, lady, what are you talking about? You don't like it. He says, what, look at, what, what are you talking about? She goes, it doesn't look like him. He says, lady, come on. Come on. It looks like him. It's 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 a great tattoo. It really is. It. She goes, I'm not paying for it. God damn it. He says, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. This is what we'll do. This is what we'll do, lady. I'll do another one on the other side, okay? If that comes to your liking, you pay me for one, and we're clean. We're done, okay? She says, all right. So he goes to work on the other side now. Takes him even about 10 minutes longer than the other one. And he wipes his forehead and he's thinking, all right, I did two tattoos. I'm only going to get paid for one. All right. That's not a big deal. Or there was nothing else going on tonight. So what the hell? She looks down and she says, I hate it. I don't like it. It doesn't look anything like Elvis. I'm, he's like, lady, come on, please. And he says, finally, he says, lady, 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 this is what we'll do. Can you, this is what we'll do. We'll go outside, and we'll get the first person that walks by. Bring that person in. Give them $20 to identify. If that person can identify either one of those tattoos as Elvis, you pay me for one, and we are done. If not, you walk. She goes, I guess that's fair enough. All right. That's fair enough. So the only person walking by out front was this drunk, and he's staggering around a little bit, and Guy says, hey, hey, buddy, come here. You want to make $20 in about 20 seconds? He says, hell yeah, let's go. So he brings him inside, stands him right in front of the lady, about eight feet away. Says to the lady, okay, she's on a stool. Says, okay, lift up your dress, spread your legs. And this guy says to this guy, who is that? And the guy looks, and he's holding on to the wall, and he, he's scanning everything, and he looks, and he says, well, I, I don't know who the hell the twins are, but that guy in the middle looks like Willie Nelson. <laughs> That's a good one, man. That's a good one. That's an oldie. <laughs> um, that was a long joke, man. I'm, I'm glad I was getting all nervous. But when the internet cut out in the first place, I was like, I was got to tell the whole joke again. But it sounds like I don't know how much it, I, I paused that pretty quickly, so I don't know how 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 far you even got in the beginning. Because I couldn't hear you; you're coming in and out. But I'm well, glad you can you can edit, you can slice a lot of this out, and you can put the whole joke back in. No, I mean the whole joke's in regardless. Um, but I'm saying 
anyway, I digress. Um, so oh, the Cowboys yeah. are playing the Eagles, man. What's your prediction? I, I don't. I, I honestly, <laughs> it, it's it's not easy to if that if this secondary for the Eagles tightens up. I like their chances, but the thing of it is, football is a game of matchups, and like the Washington Redskins, that and I don't this Commanders to me they're the Redskins, and that's what they're there. Um, the Washington Redskins always seem to have our number. It's not that they have our number; it's they have a real good coaching staff, and we're so close to home that they they match up against us pretty well. They really do in in certain ways. And it's, you know, it's one of those things. It's it's one of those t- things in sports. And I think the Cowboys kind of do too because they've in, they're in our division. It behooves them to be on to us and to be pay a little more attention to us. But they match up pretty well too. So I don't know. I have to say um, my short answer is I'm thinking that the defensive secondary is going to tighten up. If the defensive line can get home, the Eagles win the game. If the Eagles well, the crazy part the game, is, it's because that defensive line didn't get home because it's all going to start there. The crazy part is um, the the Eagles are only favored by three. I think the Eagles should be favored. I know they're they're plus they're at home. I think the Eagles should be favored by at least a touchdown. You saw what the 49ers did to the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Um, you know we don't. Some of the players on our team, like we have that one guy, Deron Bland. He's got the, the man has three touchdowns. He's a defensive player. It's pretty insane. Uh, he's got four interceptions too, so he's been playing pretty good. But then there's like Dexter Lawrence, right? And he yeah. only has he only has two sacks. It's you know just, we're like what are we seven eight games in the season, um, eight games in the season. Dexter Lawrence has like two sacks, but we have Micah Parsons. You know what I mean? We don't have the other Joker. You know, got hurt for the year. Um, Trayvon Diggs is out for the year. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, I don't know, man. Gallup. I mean, Gallup. Hasn't really done much all year, either as Brandon Cooks. Dak Prescott kind of chokes in big games. Um, I realize CeeDee Lamb had a great game last week, but, you know, I don't know, man. I just don't see us winning this game unless something crazy happens, you know? I, if you, you know, it's all, it, it, it's two things. It's the second, well, it's a couple things. The secondary tightening up, it's the defensive line getting home. But like and I the, said, the let me say this real quick. We uh, we 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 have a top ten defense, and we we both have top fifteen offenses. So categorically, we are ranked pretty highly. But I just think you guys are just you guys have underachieved all year. I feel like you guys are just really underachieved. I think you're pretty. I, I can't even tell if you're you guys accurate. are trying. Sometimes I can't tell if you guys are trying. I think you're pretty accurate, and that's why. As the, when the year started, and then they, I just thought to myself, as long as they get the W's while they're getting their shit together, that's fine. And that's what they've been doing. They've been getting their W's while they've been slowly getting their shit together. What, what I do want to see offensively, I do want, because Jalen has a deep bone bruise in his shin. And that's really, it's, it's really palpable. He's not as mobile as, you know, he normally is. But in a way, that's a blessing. Like last week, that kid stood in the pocket and played that position as well as I could ever have dreamed. So, I mean, this thing about, well, you know, you, you take his legs away and you make him beat you from the pocket, and Jalen says, okay. But I'm just, in this particular game, with that joker you have, number 11, I, I, I just, I would like Jalen to be on his best mobility, but that's not going to happen. So 
I would like them to run the God darn ball and just say, man up, get your pads lower than the guy in front of you, and let's do what we do. I mean, eagles fly, but eagles kill on the grounds. That's where they do their killing on the ground. You know I mean? So, I mean, ground game, run it out, grind it out. I just don't dude, know that, if they're going to do dude, that. DeAndre Swift's a beast, man. DeAndre Swift is very nice, and, and God bless uh, Sanders that we got. You know, he I, I think he went to Carolina. God bless him; he was a good running back. But no, Swift is nice, and and he's a Philly boy too. So that that's a great story too. As also, is, you know, yeah. uh, you guys have another Philly boy too. Uh, I was just going to say it. You took the words out of my mouth. Go ahead. He's um, on the defense. He's on. A, he's yeah, in defense. Yeah, dude. Uh, Reddick, right? Reddick. Yep. Yep. Hassan Reddick, right? Hassan Reddick. Yep. He's from from Temple, from Philly, all that stuff. He was at the, I think he was at the uh was he at the Sixers game today? I could have swore they showed. He was. Him. He was. Okay. He was. So we got uh, that game. We, we, and so I basically know, oh, the Eagles are favored by three points at home. What is your prediction? All right. So I'm just gonna go out on a limb. There's some ifs and buts, but I'm I'm just gonna think the way I want it to go too. Of course I want my birds to win. Um I think it's going to if, – if they run the ball a lot, they're going to shorten the game is what I'd like them to do. I'm looking at something like um, 23-17 Eagles. All right, so you're saying by six. Uh, I'll say Eagles um, – And I'm assuming they're going to run the ball a lot. That's what I would do. But Go ahead. I'm saying Eagles 34 – 34 – 34 to 20. Okay. So you got a little, and that could very well happen too, Sean. I mean, you know, um, we're, we're going to, we're, we're going to be interesting to see. And I think, I think for the Cowboys, for them, it's, they really want to see where they are. And that's, 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 that's fine too, because, um, you know, we are pretty much anymore where are the, I'm not saying that facetiously. I mean, we're the measuring stick. So, um, you know, we'll see what happens. Now we got other matchups. We got four great matchups tomorrow, you know. Shawnee, I don't know if you're going to wake up for for the no, Dolphins Eagles, and Chiefs. Uh, Eagle, I mean, uh, Dolphins, Chiefs. No, there's no way I'm waking up for that. There's zero. It's, it's great. It's great <laughs> for the it's great for the international fans and Germany to get to believe the games in Frankfurt, Germany. Mm-hmm. Um, there is zero. That's what I hate about being a Manchester United fan in, in English Premier League soccer. A lot of those games are on Saturday and Sunday mornings, like way early, and I'm just like not. I'm just. I cherish my sleep so much, man. I just want to like just. You know what I mean? Because we stay up late, man. I, I, I sometimes I, I'm. There are nights That's, where I'm like three a.m. Yeah. Three a.m. could be like normal. Yeah. It also, could be nights where I'm in bed by like twelve. Depends on my work schedule, but yeah. for you, I know you're up. You're up pretty late too, man. I like that's why I always like to work the night, the three to eleven or or similar shift because my body clock is just that that way that I I just it's it's my natural and they, they're finding out more and more about that people have different internal. You know, everyone knows about the circadian rhythm and all that kind of stuff too. But they're finding out they're different types of sleepers. People that like to sleep and get go to bed and sleep at nine o'clock at night and get up at, at five in the morning and whoop de doo, it's a great day. And then there's the other type of person like me who enjoys and loves the wee hours of the morning and then likes to sleep till what can you know is considered to be late, but it should be late because I got to bed late. So, but if you do that and you're just getting your eight hours and you're working. What the hell's the difference if you work, you know, eight to four or you work three to 11? You know, it depends on what kind of, uh, what kind of 
system you have because we all, we're all different like that. Um, anyway, Dolphins, Chiefs, uh, Bills at Bengals. What do you see happening? Well, first of all, tell me what you see. Pick a winner for Dolphins, Chiefs. Um, Dolphins, Chiefs, probably the Chiefs haven't been playing that. The Chiefs just lost to the Broncos. Obviously, they're a little bit mad about that, but mm. Dolphins are, are pretty insane offensively. If Tyreek mm. Hill and I don't know, Jalen Waddle, Tyreek Hill, I know that running back, a cane or whatever, how you pronounce his name is hurt. Um, I can see, uh, I don't know, man. I, I'm I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna pick the Dolphins, but I, don't th- I think it's gonna kind of be a high score type of game. Dolphins, though. Yeah, I I would lean Dolphins too because the Chiefs have been a little really they've really been, and a couple games they won have been like just barely against some some jokers. You know what I mean? So uh, how about the Bills at Bengals? Give me a winner. Uh, Bills, Bengals. The, the Bills. I feel like I've been playing a little bit better lately. The Bengals have also been playing pretty well. Burrow started off really slow because he had an injury, had a lingering injury. Mm-hmm. Um, but I believe the uh, the Bills, the Bengals are favored by two and a half points. Um, yeah. And the game, the game is in um, Cincinnati. Cincinnati. So yeah. that means they know, think man. they're I, half a point better. I can see. I can see. Let me let me look at the Bills. Last week the Bills only beat the Bucks by six, but it was a Thursday night game. Let me see the Bills' recent schedule, man. I got to make an educated decision here. Mm-hmm. Um, they lost to the Patriots. That was the big thing. They beat the Giants. They lost to the Jaguar. I mean, uh, the Bengals haven't been playing well, man. The Bills, Bills are such a. I, I'm going with the Bills, man. I think I think the Bengals are. You know, it's going to be a good game, but I think the Bills are going to pull it out, man. Josh Allen, I think it's going to do something, make it happen. See, I, I, I don't trust the Bills yet, and I what I think is the Bengals are finally waking up. Um, so I'm going, I'm going to go bangles. I'm going to go bangles, um, considerably like bangles, like by 14 or more. I just yeah. feel that strongly about it. I don't know why I just do Seahawks. You don't, you don't think Josh, you, you're going to, you're going to count Josh Allen out like that. I mean, the dude's a beast. Oh, I don't dismiss him. He's a great, he's a great quarterback, but he's also a gunslinger and gets you in trouble. Um, that team itself in its entirety has at times this year really, really looked bad. And I don't trust that they're back yet. I do trust that the Bengals are back. That's the kind of thing if you look at this game. It's like, which one of these teams, both of which struggled early and looked bad early, which one of these teams come back do you think is more legitimate at this point? I just think the Bengals one is is more legitimate. I just trust them. I could be dead wrong, Sean. I don't know. Um, we'll see what happens. So you like you like the Bills. I like the Bengals. Uh, we both agree that the Dolphins should win. Um, and you, oh, we both you, uh, agree the Eagles should win. The only one is Seahawks and Ravens, but go ahead. Uh, yeah, I mean, we don't have to do a football all night. We're gonna, we're gonna be. No, this uh, is the last one. Seahawks at Ravens. Uh, Seahawks, Ravens. I Seahawks are just so overhyped, but they're consistent. Pete Carroll is a good coach. Um, but I think recently they haven't had uh, like like last week for example, when they played the Browns. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Geno Smith. Yeah, Geno. He threw two interceptions, man, but. Lockett played pretty decent. Um, see, oh, I, dude, I got to take. Let me see where the game is. This is also a big thing. It's in Baltimore. Uh, the, the game's in Baltimore. Yeah, because if it wasn't, you know, Seattle is great home yeah. field advantage at their place. But yeah, um, yeah I got. I'm taking the Ravens, man. I think. I think Lamar Jackson. They're favored by six points, man. I think. I think the Ravens definitely win this. I mean, I can see. I can also see the Ravens losing, but I just. If I'm predicting. I'm saying the Ravens. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna roll with you there because uh, the home field. I think in this one. That would be the determining factor would be the home field. 
I would give that team the nod. Like if the Seahawks were home, I'd probably give them the nod. So that's cool. I just wanted to, if I could, if it's up to you, I would like to do my lyrics now because they kind of have something to do with the the football, which we're about to leave the category. But I'd like to um, do my lyrics now because it ties into the Eagles game tomorrow. Okay. And I'm sure Ed Harris approves. Well, I did ask him. Uh, he hadn't gotten back to me yet, but no, I'm just saying. Okay. The lyrics are, she came to me like a friend. She blew in on a southern wind. Now my heart has turned to stone again. There's going to be a showdown. That last line, there's going to be a showdown. That's what caught me this week. But it's by the ELO, or what's known as the Electric Light Orchestra. People my age in that in that era know exactly what I'm talking about. Even music fans like you or younger know I'm talking about. But if anyone hasn't heard of them, the Electric Light Orchestra was a band in the mid to early to mid to late seventies, all through the seventies and early eighties, uh, with some really really good music. And what set them apart is their their usage of the cello and the violins and things like that. They had a really unique. Yeah, sound. I like that that song, Mister Blue Sky, is amazing, man. Yeah, I mean, just there's so much on it that they, you know, um, I can't get it out of my head is unbelievable. But anyway, they're a great, they're really, it's, it's, it's great. It's different stuff. So if, if you haven't heard of them, check them out. But the album is on the third day from 1973. And the song is called Showdown. And just this week, I was driving along and I was thinking, oh, yeah, this Eagles this week. Oh, yeah. And I'm thinking, yeah, no, this is, this is, this is going to be big. You know, it's, it's not the playoffs yet or anything, but I'm thinking, this is going to be big. This is going to be a showdown. And it just triggered something in my head because I always loved this song. I used to, as you said, I, I was a baseball player and as I was a pitcher and I used to before like, key games when it was like a rival team or something like that i I would play this song because it was so cool to get hyped before something like that but uh yeah she came to me like a friend look the way they meant the song it's about someone having some um some internal conflict and maybe a relationship coming to an end and so forth and so on but shawnee all of us we all do this we'll take a song and sometimes we won't take the annotation. We'll take a connotation of it, like, or our own, you know, how it fits our own, you, you know, how we can manipulate a little bit and how those lyrics can fit our own life and our own thing. Right. So she came to me like a friend. Well, the other team coming in, right. The other team flying in, she blew in on a Southern wind. Well, last time I checked Texas pretty South. So she blew in the team flew in. They're flying in from the south. Now my heart has turned to stone again. Now I'm getting ready. I'm stealing myself. You know, I, I'm getting ready now. I'm starting to get into my pre- oh, the is whole. Is that the one? I mean, and then have... the last line is there's going to be a showdown. Is that, does it go kind of like just, I'm trying to think if I, I know this one. Does it kind of go like, there's going to be a showdown? Like, is it like, yes, yes. Is that yes. The, is, okay. Cause I, yeah, I definitely heard, I'm probably, I probably haven't heard it more than like five to ten times in my life, but yeah, I definitely know that song, man. And it it's got it's it's got that kind of feeling where you almost feel like you know, wow, something's going to happen here. But the one more time, let me read it through. She came to me like a friend. She blew in on a southern wind. Now my heart has turned to stone again. It's gonna be a showdown, like I said. But it's it's really really cool. Shawnee, thanks for letting me get that in there. Um. What else were you? Uh, what else were you thinking? What, you, what else did you do this week? 
Yeah, so this week I I, uh, I uh, kind of took some rest and relaxation from myself. Um, good. I good. took you off from work it. for a couple of days. I uh, good. I'm just getting uh, work is kind of becoming very stressful for me. Let's just say that, and um, I kind of just need some time to figure out my next steps. Um, I might be doing a career change or something. Um, but still, the podcast is still obviously. I love. I would love to, you know, do the show with you forever, man, and make it a living. Oh, yeah. But um, you know, maybe maybe jump on the radio or something, possibly someday. But just it's just a nice little dream right now to have because we think we're both good at this. But the you know, it's one of those things where it's like you know, you got to get the audience, you got to get yourself out there. We haven't really done anything to promote the show yeah. except word of, word of mouth and just social media. Um, but yeah, so I always look forward on Saturday nights to, I, so to answer your question, Joe, I saw a couple of movies this week and I know you said, don't talk about this in the show, but I messed around and I saw that Taylor Swift movie in theaters, man. <laughs> and, I, you uh, know, it was tongue in cheek when I said that to you. Because you know? yo, she, it's not just one of those things where it's like, <laughs> as I, her tickets, her, seeing her in concert in real life is super expensive. It's like, it's like a thousand bucks per ticket, even the nosebleed. So I'm like, let me just go see this concert. I got my ticket for like nine bucks, right? It wasn't part right. of AMC subscription, but it was like three. She puts on a good show, but I just don't like her music enough for it to be like great to me. Like I probably knew like, I like, she played like 40 songs. I probably knew like 15 to 20 songs, um, pretty well. And like she did like different eras. Like basically the, the concert went, she did like five or six songs from each album. It's called the Eras Tour, so different eras of her career. But again, her music is not really geared towards me, like to be to be for her to be one of my favorites. She's good, but I, I like Pink. If I'm choosing pop artists, I like Pink a lot better. You know, I saw Pink. I actually saw Pink in concert. That was actually a good concert. But um, yeah, it's just her music a little bit. It's kind of cookie cutter. It's some of the stuff is catchy, but yeah, you know, I'm much more into rock music like Bruce Springsteen, The Killers, Muse, Foo Fighters, right. Right. Eagles. You know what I mean? Like Led Zeppelin. Rush, there you go. There um, you go. Stones. Tom Petty, yeah, yeah. Stones, The Beatles. The Who. Um, yeah, yeah. You know I, mean? like, I get your point. I like a lot like rock music better. Right. But I can I can see how she has an appeal and her story, her songs tell stories and stuff. You know what I mean? And every relationship she's in is like, anyway, so I saw it and it was cool, but it was just like, eh, you know, I don't know if I want to see her. If, unless I have a girlfriend who loves Taylor Swift and she wants to go see Taylor Swift. Right. It's unlikely that I'll actually go go see her unless unless I got a crazy deal on a ticket or something like that. But yeah, so that's what I did. I saw a bunch of movies this week. Uh, not, no movie was that great. Um, honestly, every every movie's been kind of like eh. Um, but then I was looking forward to Saturday Saturday Night Live tonight, but it's, it's not a live episode. It's back next week. Um, I mean, last week was cool because the Foo Fighters were a musical guest. So uh, yeah, man, I just you know. How about you, man? You kind of just enjoying your life right now and just kind of like. That's all. Yeah, just this, just the same, chilling, just, just trying, you know, just enjoy. Like I said to you, not too, not too many days ago, we were talking. It's just like enjoy the little stuff, enjoy the little things, you know. So you don't. Sometimes we don't see the forest through the trees. You know what I mean? Enjoy the little things, the the minutia of every day. You know, all those, the way the sun comes in the window. You know what I mean? I saw I was stopped at a stoplight the other day and I look up and I'm seeing I'm looking through these leaves, Shawnee, that the, some of them are yellow and some of them are red. And, you know what I mean? And they're shaking a little bit from the breeze. And I'm looking at the up at that, that how beautiful that is. And I'm seeing the cobalt blue sky behind it. I'm thinking like, damn, look at that. I mean, it's 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 it was beautiful. I'm like, you know, it's free. That's free, too. I mean, 
just the little things, man. Little little uh, snacks that you might like, little uh, cheat meals that you might like. Oh yeah, yeah. Before we all go, all those kind of things. You know, oh, like today today was your cheat meal. So what what'd you get the cheat meal? Oh well, that's that's an obvious one. It's it's it was as far as cheat meals concerned, it was SOP standard operating procedure. Um, it was Taco Bell. I just you know that, that's that's. Still, I'm still kind of mad at you that you. I keep telling you how good those not the nacho fries at Taco Bell for our audience. The nacho fries are freaking delicious. They're 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 good. They're not too crispy. Uh, they have a great. It's almost like a a classic like um, curly fry it has that seasoning on it that gives it that taste. And then they give you the nacho cheese sauce to dip it in. But you keep neglecting to try the nacho fries, man. That's correct. <laughs> I'm, I just yeah. I, I'm, I'm, you're absolutely correct, sir. I mean, I I will at some point, but I, I you know it's just you know what it is. I'm not going to Taco Bell for French fries, brah. I don't go to Five Guys for a taco. You know what I'm saying? It's just one of those things. And I dig it. You, the seasonings make yeah, it that, different. That's why it's I understand. That's, it. that's, that's why, why I, I doubted them too. But I doubted them too. But once you get these fries and you you, you eat inside, the, you know, usually eat inside there. So yeah, yeah. you'll have them nice and hot. I'm telling you, you're, once you once you dip that 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 seasoned nice fry into that nacho cheese sauce, you're gonna be like, okay, Sean, I knew what the hell this guy was talking about, man. Now I know. Well, yeah, and now you know what. Now you say, okay, Sean was right. They're good. I was like, okay, so what? <laughs> what the fuck's the next thing? We're gonna, I mean, I, 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 yeah, it's, it's like, okay. Um, but no, I got you. And I'm, I, to that, I'm going to I give you my word that at some point I will try those damn things. Um, uh, but it, it's at some point because that's not real. So let me guess. You, know? you got tonight, tonight you got a uh, Mexican pizza and five Doritos Los Tacos Supreme. And then you got a, you brought a chocolate chip cookie in with you. Wrong. I brought two chocolate chip cookies in with me. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, that, that, hey, that's, you know. Because I don't know you, if we talked about this. I don't know if I brought it up on air, but those, those Wawa chocolate chip cookies are very good. Exactly. And I, I mean, I carry in, Five Guys really doesn't have dessert, so I carry them in there. I carry them in to Taco Bell, not because they don't have dessert, but I told you before, their desserts are all cinnamon, like laced with cinnamon. Cinnamon this, cinnamon that. There really isn't too much there. And the cinnamon will tear me up heartburn-wise. So um, if there's a place like that, that that has a dessert that doesn't agree with me or doesn't even serve dessert, that's why I'll bring those cookies in. So, yeah, I'm a creature of habit, but uh, I'll mix it up. At some point, I'll go back to Five Guys or something like that. But, yeah, what, um, what else is going on? Not much, man. Um so wrap up the show. Uh, mm-hmm. Trying to think, we don't think we forgot much else. We wanted to jump on air because we said we'll be back maybe about once a month, but you never know what's going to happen. I want to ask you one thing real quickly, though, before we go, okay. if I can. Yeah, I want to ask you what you think of this. And you told me about this, and I thought you were kidding because I never heard of such a thing. This this in season tournament. How do you like it so far? Oh, so I do like the NBA has an in season tournament. It mm-hmm. ends in December. Um, there's, there's group games and there's the semi, then there's the playoffs or whatever. It's not, it, it doesn't, it doesn't take away from any of the games in the NBA schedule. It doesn't add or subtract any games. The, the schedule is still, I believe is still 82 games, but it gives the players incentive. Um, cause they make a little money, extra money too. Like the winners get a million dollars each. The runner ups get, I think half a million each. I think the people make the semifinals even get something, but it's not just about that. 
for fans going to a regular season game, there's more incentive for the players to suit up. Like a lot of the players like to do load management where they sit out. They don't, they don't, people who like spend their hard earned yeah. money to go see a game. Like, Oh, Steph Curry's not playing tonight. Oh, LeBron's not playing tonight. Right. Right. You know, but now with these in season tournament, there's going to be more competitive games. And these, these people are going to want to play in every game. Plus I like the way they did it. Like each, the home teams have a special city jersey, city mm-hmm. edition jersey. Plus they make the, they, they paint the courts differently. Um, so yeah, yeah. man, they, they paint the courts differently. And uh, it's just something cool, man. I don't know. What do you think about it so far? I kind of I kind of dig it. I still I still don't know what at the end of the day, I still don't know what it would really mean to win the damn thing. But I think it's something that's different. And anytime you do something different like that and, and the, you see the courts that are different and, um, you know, like what, what the Denver did with the 5280 and this and this. I mean, it was really, really cool. I actually think our guys, the jerseys I liked, but I think they didn't. Our guys didn't do up the court the way some of these other cities did. That's one thing I was a little disappointed in. That it was it was different, but it wasn't real elaborate. You guys play? Did you guys play an in season tournament game yet? Oh, I think it was. I think that was today. No, that wasn't. That wasn't the in season tournament. Today was just a regular game. Oh, okay, okay. There you go. So I had to sound off. You know what I mean? I and you know, so I didn't know, and that's why I was thinking they had the New Jerseys on. Which led me to believe that it was in season tournament. That's why maybe I wasn't because I'm yeah, like, so I, I believe okay, you guys play you guys play the Pistons in the in season tournament next next uh, next week Friday. Uh, where at where here? Um, it is no, it's at Little Caesars Arena in Detroit. Okay, because I, I I know in I mean I know my city, and I was looking at this thing today, and I'm like, well, the Liberty Bell looks cool, and the '76 in the middle is kind of cool, and their uniforms are different with the, you know, that's kind of. But I thought to myself, wow, this doesn't. <laughs> and here the whole time, that's that's why I asked you. But I think I think two things. It's interesting, and I do think your boy Wembley Wemby, I think he's Wembenyama. I'm convinced now. I've seen enough. I mean, this Joker's already like averaging 24 points or something, and in, in, in you know. I, I saw he was, well, he's not average, but I know he scored 24 points the other night and it's only his first week in the league. And I saw some highlights of him just like doing like alley oops where it's just like he's almost standing on his tippy toes, you know, just, uh, just neat stuff. But yeah, he's, uh, I'm impressed. I really am. We'll see if his body can hold up. That's all. But I just wanted to, I just wanted to see what Sean felt about basketball before we said goodnight. Yeah. Know? Cause, uh, Villanova, I'm really excited because I love college basketball, especially Villanova, obviously. Cause I, you know, but, um, mm-hmm. they're, they're, the season starts on, uh, Monday. They're playing, uh, American University. It's a home game. So we're favored by about 22 points. We have a lot of, uh, potential this year. We have a lot of, uh, it's like a whole different team. We're ranked 22 in the preseason, but I believe we're going to perform above that. And, um, I like, you know, we have Justin Moore is going to be at full health because last year he wasn't. He was recovering from that torn Achilles. Um, but now we have, you know, we got Tyler Burton. We got Hakeem Hart, transferred from Maryland. Uh, we got TJ Bamba, transferred from Washington. Um, then we got a couple of our, our guys who got older now, like Brendan House. And so what I'm saying is Villanova basketball, I'm excited. I'm locked in and I'm ready for that season to start Monday. And it's been a good show, Joe. And, uh, we'll be back when, when we'll be back. And I'm glad for everyone's listening. Joe, you got any last words? I cried because I had no shoes to wear until I saw a man who had no feet. Good night. Take care, everyone.